Welcome back to the second half of episode two. We join Corvus as they stare down an unknown space pirate. You see uh, Corvus as uh, he pulls the blade out uh, and sees that it doesn't do, uh, like, have an insane impact on you. Uh, kind of writes himself into a defensive position of sorts. Um, so if you would like to go ahead and make uh, your attacks on him, you are welcome to do that. But you will be making them with disadvantage. Ooh. Well, um, claws? So I got a 10. A 10? Uh, 10 does not hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got an 18 and a 17. Uh, okay, that the 17 hits. Uh, so go ahead and roll the damage on that. Alright, so that would be a 2d6. Is that the and bite or the claw? The claw. The claw, okay. You go to bite and he sort of whacks you on the nose with the rapier. And then... <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I got a 10 plus 4, so 14 on claws. 14 points of damage? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you uh, go ahead and make... Uh, just roll a, roll a d20 one more time for me and just tell me what the number is. Okay, got an 8. An 8? Okay. Um, you go to like sort of claw at the face and he kind of bends back a little bit and you tear down through the chest and through the uh, like the side of the abdomen um, and it's not insanely deep but you can see the red sort of starting to soak through uh, the cloth that he's wearing uh, you've destroyed this sort of nice coat that he had on um, it's vintage he'll never repair it oh, and uh, he kind of bends down and takes it, like, sort of leaps back a little bit. Uh, are you guys going to make a break for it? At this point, everyone else has gotten down the chute. The last person whoo, slides down. Yeah, Ludo dives down. Ludo just, like... Okay. Corvus uh, goes after Ludo. Okay. Uh, given the, the hit that you did, uh, he's not going to retaliate and try to hit you again. Um, but one of the crossbow... Uh, wielders is going to take a shot at you corvus and that's a 19 to hit which i believe hits uh and you take six points of damage but you're a bear roar but you're a bear (laughs) (laughs) you take six points of damage but you're a bear yeah it kind of sticks into your side but you just slide full bear down the chute uh you're worried for a second that you might get stuck in it but it's just white enough that you as a bear just just managed to slide down (laughs) How long um, does your wild shape last? A number Watch. of hours equal to her druid level. Yeah. Number of hours? What oh, the or, fuck? or at the very least, it's a standard one hour. But it might be Jeez. equal to druid level. Or like druid level divided in half or something like that. I forget. Just really... be a bear, Corvus. Just play a bear. <laughs> really at 8th level, that means you can long rest in an animal shape. Oh yeah, just curl, curl up as a dog. I, yeah, uh, he just turned into a cat. Ah, uh, no, the real way to go about it is to be a possum and then just hang from a tree by your tail. Oh my fucking god, yes. Nice. Alrighty, you guys slide down. Uh, you can hear uh, Corvus as you go, the shouting of the the uh, individual you're just in combat with um, to these other people and sort of saying them off in other directions. Um, a couple of them kind of you think might be about to give chase to you. Um but you all barrel your barrel barrel your way uh, through these (laughs) mowage you all barrel your way 
uh, through these sewers, just a cluster of people in mostly dark kind of smashing into each other. But with Hayes's direction, um, everyone stays pretty safe um, and in order. Uh, and you all begin to push your way um, through the uh, through the tunnel until you reach the ladder and everyone starts to get up and over um, and out into the crater wastes. Tyla turns to the rest of you and is like, I think we're just going to have to run for it because my 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 bike isn't going to be able to carry everyone. Okay, I guess. I'm not so good with the running. Um, as a bear, may I carry Ludo? You can if you'd like. <laughs> as a bear. Ludo will ride uh, the bear into battle. Yes. Alrighty. That's going to so happen. Just, <laughs> it's like that scene from uh, Narnia. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was more thinking, um, what's the golden compass? Is this like the oh, golden yeah, compass? that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> you guys begin, you know, uh, exodusing your way across the desert uh, in a panic. Um, I would like everybody to roll uh, an athletics check for me again as you Cue begin to run across Arabic the Arabic chanting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, since I'm riding mm-hmm. on um, Corvus, can I not? <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Yes, you don't have to. Just Corvus does. 12 plus 2 for 14. Nice. 11 for Hayes. 20 for, for Corvus. Okay. It's a, li- it's a little bumpy for some of you. Um, Corvus, you're a, you're a bear. Uh, the rough terrain isn't really going to do. <laughs> As a bear, the rough terrain doesn't really... As a bear. Yeah. Um, you are just barreling your way past everyone. Uh, Ludo, you're just like barreling. full on like rodeo <laughs> on a bull, just <laughs> clinging on for dear life. Exactly. Uh, Ludo, you'd have a better chance of seeing this than anyone else given your position on the bear. But uh, anyone who glances back, you can see that there are just pillars of flame and just this heavy red glow emanating from the scrap wield of the city. Uh, you can see beyond the main sort of barrier wall. Uh, you can see hundreds of ships uh, fl- floating above the city proper. Um, and uh, anyone who would like to, uh, I would ask to make a perception check to see if you can see what's deeper in through uh, like the edge of the darkness. I would like to. That's uh, an eight for Ludo. That's a seven for Hayes. That's an eight for Corvus. Is Glob gonna make a check, or does Glob is Glob just going, booking it? Glob, that's a natural one. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> minus that's a natural one minus two for a total of negative <laughs> one. Negative oh one. So I you hit a really epic damage from that. <laughs> yeah, Glob, you uh, as you're running, you hit a patch of like sort of black earth. And you're looking down as you're moving, mm-hmm. and you swear you've gone blind. Uh, take take one d take one d four psychic damage in your panic. The pirates they got me, they got me. Take it's alright, Blob. It's okay. Take a d four of take a d four of psychic. No, you're fine. Damage. I promise. Take three points of psychic damage. Jesus Christ! Jesus. As you start to hyperventilate. Um. 
<laughs> as a as a sentient plasma. Roll for panic. <laughs> yeah. Roll, yeah. Roll for panic. Um, there's the name of the episode right there. Um, <laughs> roll for panic. <laughs> yeah. Um, all of the episodes are gonna have to be titled "Roll for Blank." Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's a great naming scheme. <laughs> so, you guys see just the like straining your eyes a little bit you see it hovering above the actual city like the industrial center of the city the edge of what could only be a massive starship like a like a galleon like warship in comparison to like uh, if the standard starship was like a personal sailboat this is a this is a warship it is massive have um, I ever seen anything like this? You are aware that they exist. Not it, it. The only sort of pirate groups that have them, like, are you know the ones that are sung about in legends, like the most notorious, successful groups of pirates that are able to do what they do well enough that they can eventually, like, get a hold of something like this, or. Uh, either having it mm. built special or stealing it from uh, the Goldaren Gaze uh, fleet of Star Wardens, which has only ever happened to, like once or twice in history, because those that's the only other group that has ships that large. But that's the last thing you see as you begin to barrel across. Uh, well, sorry, the last last thing you see is that you see what appears to be one of the starships, one of the regular smaller ones, appears to be following in your direction it's a ways off but it does appear to be coming yeah. towards you um as you begin to just run your way across the crater wastes um i would like everybody to make another athletics check please as you hit sort of a rougher patch of terrain and i would like everybody to make it with disadvantage except ludo of course because well, he's cut out that? super hard oh i'm sorry <laughs> um i would like everybody to make what check a an athletics check with disadvantage except you ludo because you are on a bear got it you're just really enjoying saying you're on a bear you're a bear like this is any opportunity (laughs) oh corvus rolled a six this time oof yeah nine okay nine okay i said so did haze uh eight total for haze Eight total, nine okay. plus two for a eleven. Okay, um, so Glob, you're the only one who's kind of Corvus is what six. Yes. Yeah. Um, Glob, you're the only one who's kind of keeping your pace, and the rough terrain isn't getting to you too bad. Um, Corvus, you hit a rough patch and your one of your feet catches and you just kind of like skid to the side a little bit. Um, Ludo, I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm not, it's not the worst thing I have. It's not nearly <laughs> as bad as my negative two to strength. Uh, <laughs> you just got you got little little stick arms. Little noodle arms. Stick arms yeah. Don't skip farm day. That is a natural one, but I'm arguably lucky. <laughs> arguably. <laughs> arguably lucky. That's a 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, you get flung off for a second, and then you uh, manage to, instead of just eating shit and face planting, um, you (laughs) actually manage to, like, full over-the-shoulder proper, like, parkour landing roll right yourself and run over and help Corvus back up and uh, remount and keep going. Um, Complete luck. No, no training for that. Like he just like accidentally did it. Yeah, you just happened to fall exactly the way you needed to. Um, Hayes, you you begin to be like sort of pushed back by the crowds of people um, as they brush past you, uh, and you're a little bit more towards the back of the group now, um, uh, sort of stumbling behind. Um, this ship, you now realize, is gaining relatively fast. Like it's not. It, it is moving a little bit faster than you guys are. Um, and you can see that there is now this light that is coming out from somewhere on the deck of it that is sort of sweeping across the plane um, in a, like a searching fashion. Um, alrighty, I would like That's everyone... Light. Yeah. I'd like everybody to make one more athletics check uh, for the final stretch here. Uh, no disadvantage, just straight... Mm. How close is the ship? Uh, th- this will be the last athletics check to reach the edge of the crater. That it's. Uh, oh, I meant the I meant the one that's. Chasing oh, us. sorry. Um, it's probably like uh, eighty to a hundred feet off right now. Mm, okay. Fuck, oh, that's close. Fourteen total for Hayes. 14, okay. 8 plus 2 for 10. Ooh, just. 7 for Corvus. 7 for Corvus, okay. I did roll and got a natural 20. Can I give it to Corvus? Yeah, you know what? That's my fault. I forgot to. I don't know if I needed to roll. Well, I forgot to. It's my fault. I forgot to once again state that you are, in fact, on a bear. Um, So Uh, that's on me. Um, (laughs) I will. <laughs> oh yeah. How okay, well in that case explain to me how as Corvus sort of starts to stumble and lose footing, how does Ludo write Corvus? Uh I think Ludo um just uses um I th- okay, I know what he does. He like he he like panics and like slaps Corvus on the opposite side and accidentally singes her. <laughs> Cinches oh. their fur <laughs> to like send them in the correct direction. Like he like sees what's happening and like knows the right direction that they need to go uh, because he's on top of a bear, and um, <laughs> he like slaps Corvus to try and like uh, like how how you slap like the back of a horse to like send it in the right direction. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um. Alrighty, uh, you guys continue uh, running and you begin to make it towards uh, just to the edge of the crater where you know that over the this lip and down there is this abandoned ship that Tyla showed you. Um, at this point, this other ship is pretty close now and the spotlight does just sweep across the back section of this group of people um, and then locks on. Uh and you hear you hear like a bell ring from up above, um, and a couple and some shouting, uh, and the sound of machinery being uh, twisted and moved. Um, 
you all run up the edge of this crater and begin sliding down uh, just as a this sort of magic burst cannon shot goes off from the ship. Um, I would like all of you to make dexterity saving throws, please. All right. That's an eight for Ludo. 21 for Corvus. 15 for Hayes. Six plus four for Tim. Uh, okay, so 16 for... Who Who got a below a 13? Ludo got an eight. Ludo got an eight. Okay, everyone else was 13 or above? Yep. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. No, I got a 10. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. Okay, that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, lucky um the two of you take six points of uh force damage as this impacts and debris goes firing everywhere and you sort of get knocked over the lip of the crater uh and down in um ludo is still up okay how (laughs) he has two hp oh my god um you hear sort of a cranking and the sound of them reloading the cannon um, as you all run down into the crater, almost like tumbling over yourselves on the steep slope. Uh, Tyla is ahead of all of you and at this point is climbing up uh, the side of the ship and in. Um, and uh, the rest of you make it to the edge of the ship um, as this you see the, the pursuing starship make it over the crest, uh, begin to make it over the crest of the crater. Um, and begin to turn and right itself to re-angle the cannon. Um, you all can climb up. I, yep. since it's, I was going to say, since it's so close, can I try and hit it with my Eldritch Blast? Like, hit just the light, like, knock out the light. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an attack roll. Okay. Let's find what I asked. Natural 20, natural 20, natural 20. <laughs> natural, natural 20. Uh, mm-hmm. no, uh, let's see, what do I got? So I rolled an 18 on the die. Ooh. Plus uh, your spell casting about. bonus. Um, so it'd be your charisma yeah, plus your proficiency bonus. Plus five is my spell attack modifier. Uh, it's 23 to hit the light. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll the damage for it as well. Okay. Oh, and I add, I'm going to add the extra fire damage um, from my class feature. What is that number? Yeah, go for it. Um, so it's a D6, a right? D6. Yeah, yeah, D6. So we're going to roll. That's the D6. So fire damage is four. And then the D10. Where's my D10? And then my D10 is six. So 10 damage to not try and knock out the light. Perfect. Uh, you uh, raise your hand up and conjure this bit of fire. You see the uh, sort of chain tattoo on your wrist glow for a second and channel this fire energy into your palm and you blast it off uh, and you see it just coast and almost curve itself upwards uh, as it goes. And then you see this flash impact and then the light just dims out. Um, and you hear a bunch of uh, shouting from on top of the ship, and you have knocked the searchlight out for the moment. Fuck yeah. That was a good light noise. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Are you now climbing aboard uh, this, you know, partially knocked over ship uh, that you guys are next to? 
Is, every, yeah. is everyone climbing yeah. on board yeah. the ship? Okay. Um, Absolutely. You guys, you guys get on board. You see Tyla is kind of trying to direct people to do certain things. Um, some of them aren't getting it. Some of them are doing their best. Um, she I, turned... Um, yeah, go Hayes, Hayes, like, having experience, um, immediately starts helping, um, telling people what to do and stuff. Okay. Yeah, you know that um, somebody is going to have to go and turn on the sail generators that are on the masts. Um, so you sense you can send somebody to go and do that. Um, Tyla turns to you, Hayes, because you have shown that you know what you're doing. Um, and she says, uh, we have a small problem. Um, I've got... Uh, the ship only had one repairable um, charge core, so we can either put that into the shields or we can put that into the cannon. Uh, what do you think? Uh, right now, I think it's just best that we protect ourselves and get the fuck out of here. Right, but we can protect ourselves with the cannon or with the shield. Which one do you want? Oh, uh, I mean, like, like the shield, yeah more defense than like offense okay um i'm scared i don't want to die i don't want to die what's gonna, be okay, what's gonna happen what's gonna happen this big ship's so big if we're a ship so tiny we can't get away corvus starts licking glob <laughs> okay we <laughs> are <a> good bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought i completely forgot <laughs> Corvus is still a bear. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it took it took six people to help her uh help them up onto the ship uh from below. Because they insisted on staying as a bear. We we used a pulley system, like we built a pulley system to pull the bear up. As a bear, I have a climbing speed. Yeah, that's true. Oh, goodness. Uh, bears right. do have a climbing speed. Why? Oh, Why do bears have a climbing speed? They're the ultimate predator. <laughs> they climb shit. Yeah, bear, bear bears, bears are, are really good at climbing wild. trees. Yeah, dude, bear like a bears bear is one of the last things. Wild bears are wild. The, um, these brown bears in D and D have an overloaded kit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Op. All adventurers should be brown bears. <laughs> um, oh god. Tyla, uh, Tyla turns to you, Glob, uh, and sort of, ah, uh, ah, ah, um, oh, good, bear, good bear kisses, okay. Uh, Tyla, uh, kneels down to you, Glob, and says, uh, Glob, um, I know you're a really strong guy, um, I need you to get some people, and I need you I'm to I'm a go guy. Oh, uh, uh, Plasma, um, yeah, and, um. I need you to gather some people and go off the other side of the ship and push on it so that it rights itself and gets sort of level uh, for takeoff. Can you do that? I, you want to abandon, you want to abandon me. No, we're, we'll pull you back. We'll make sure you get back on the ship, but it's a super important job and I, I need you to take charge of it. No, you're going to, you're going to fly away. You're going to leave me here. Oh, I'm not going to leave you. Nobody, we promise we won't. Ludo puts his hands on Glob's shoulder and says, We need you, Starkiller. Fuck yeah. Okay. You're the only one strong enough to do it. 
Okay. And all these other people that are going to help you. You're our only hope. And I, I'm in charge of them. You're in charge. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, I'll go, I'll go. Uh, so you and a couple other people follow you. You jump off the side of the ship, uh, press yourselves up against it. I would like you to make a strength check with advantage, please. Okay. Seventeen plus two for nineteen. Nice. Uh, you begin to push, and you at first you're not getting much, but then you feel the weight uh, balance sort of shift, and you the ship just begins to tip and right itself and slide underneath to uh, to get into a more level position. Um, it is hard, and um, it's good that you have these other people here with you. Uh, to help you do this and it's everybody is just straining grunting trying to level the ship out with you um meanwhile tyla runs down into the hull of the ship uh to where the actual sort of core of the ship is uh and ducks out of sight and begins doing stuff down there um you uh, see luda's gonna follow her and try and help her okay um as you, as you do that you see that the the other starship begins to has finished writing itself um and is going to sort of take a blind shot at uh at your guys's ship uh oh the ship's ac right now is uh 15 that is a natural three fuck yeah and a natural mm -hmm. six. Uh, so with, with the light, um, yeah. it had disadvantage because the light's out. Um, so you see the shot just go wide and blast off. A little bit of like dust and pebble rains down onto the deck of the ship, but they miss completely. Um, you run down below Ludo. Uh, you can see Tyla is underneath uh, uh, this chunk of machinery and is sort of installing these other pieces and tightening things up. Um, and she, uh, she throws you a little, uh, metal medallion. She's like, put that on the, uh, put that on the main core, uh, fire up. Uh, so you now hold the, basically the aye, key aye, to Captain. the ship. Alrighty. Um, so you go over, I assume, and you're going to place this key yeah, on the yeah, top I of this crystal. Okay. Yep. Um, make an arcana check for me. But that is uh, a natural three, so that's a six. Okay. Um, as you place the key in, you kind of do it a little off kilter, and there's a spark, um, and a surge of magic energy starts pouring out, and with your hand still on the medallion, it flows into you. Uh, you're going to take a little bit of damage. I'm going to go down. Oh, fuck. Oh, see. fuck. <laughs> Oh, unless you're rolling. my God. Oh, God. So it was a it was going to be a D6 of um, of damage. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I rolled a one. Oh, oh you're so up. fucking lucky. Lose okay. up. That's that arguable lucky halfling. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you almost <laughs> faint, but you press through and you manage to click it in place. And as you click it in place and the sparks and like flowing sort of aurora borealis energy 
um, sink back in, uh, sort of like reverse their way back into the crystal. It just pulses, and all of the runes that are across all the the hull of the ship, the sides, the deck, the masts, the um, the sail generators, all of that uh, that have sort of been dormant, uh, like spiderweb, crack out and begin glowing. And the whole ship sort of lights up with this lattice of glowing uh, sigils and runes. Um, you, in this moment, connect. You feel your sort of consciousness almost connect with the ship, uh, in a sense. And you know that you gain this sort of consciousness uh, and awareness of everything that is around the ship and everyone that is on the ship. Um and how to sort of activate and control a lot of the aspects from here at the core control center. Um, I think Ludo like does that thing where like, you know, when, when like um, kind of like at the beginning of Ocarina of time where like Navi's like bouncing around the forest, he's like doing that with his consciousness around the ship. Like, Hey guys, Hey guys, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> like I'm full dying. just dr- drone camera around. <laughs> Yeah, full, like, drone camera. Like, he, like, bounces off of something and goes, ooh. Awesome. Uh, with this, uh, as they click the shield generators on, these people that are sort of hanging from the masts, um, what color would you like the sails of the ship to be? Ooh. Ooh. Can they be, uh, 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 fuck, um, Cerulean. Cerulean? Okay. Um, yes. All of you those of you who are above deck watch as the shield generators click on and then like sort of like silk fabric, but made of pure almost, uh, almost like star woven energy uh, just drape down out of these generators and then sort of tighten up and almost animate in a way where it looks like wind is billowing into them. And they are this beautiful, like starscape cerulean. Um, at this point, Glob, you and the rest of them finish riding the ship just as this happens and begin climbing back on um, as the uh, that hits. Um, and you also watch uh, Tyla click something into place and um, this bubble force field, like um, almost a mixture of this gossamer sort of magic and these uh, like hexagon patterns. Uh, orb shield uh, bubbles out around the ship Um, and it flickers a little bit it doesn't look like it's super stable but it is there and you watch as a blast from the cannon comes off of the uh, enemy starship and just scatters into sort of plasma dust uh, which doesn't make sense but magic dust uh, (laughs) against the shield which uh, flickers again Um, alrighty Uh, the ship your ship is activated online and hopefully ready for travel. Uh, Ludo, do you kick her off? I gun it. I fucking, like, go. Okay. You <laughs> put all your consciousness into it, and the crystal begins to fill the entire room with light. And you all feel um, kind of like, you know, when you're in an elevator and it activates and starts going up. Um, that same feeling in your stomach as uh, the ship begins to raise. 
I like to imagine as Glob screaming like that, he's just like slowly vibrating and like spreading out along the ship. <laughs> um, While Glob is freaking out, Hayes is like um, just kind of closing their eyes and like tilting their head back, like "Ah, oh, home." Awesome. Corvus. Uh, Corvus. Like to... yeah. Oh, sorry. I was asking what Corvus doing. <laughs> Corvus would like to finally stop being a bear. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and um, no. if possible, they would, <laughs> they would like to use healing word on Ludo. Oh. Okay, so you 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 begin to make your way down to the hull as a bear transform out. Um, you can go ahead and use healing word on Ludo as you see him concentrating. Um, I, I imagine eye is sort of covered over with the cerulean blue magic energy as he's linked into the ship. What's mm-hmm. the what's the word? Corvus, bear, <laughs> bear. <laughs> how, how much do how much do I heal? Um, I believe there's a modifier on this. Yeah, it's, it's your wisdom ability modifier. Yeah, one d four plus your wisdom modifier. Got it. Thank you. So that would be two plus three is five. Wonderful. Ooh. I, I was just picturing like the promo art for Treasure Planet, but w- uh, where he's like hanging off of the off of the rigging. But as a bear, <laughs> <laughs> a bear, by the way, yeah, a bear. God, I, ho- I hope this podcast is successful enough that we can get fan art of that one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah. So that's all I want. That's all I want. Absolutely. All right. That would so you be success. You gun it, Ludo. I gun it. Okay. You all feel it. And there's a bit of hesitation in the ship almost reverses for a second. And then you hear this sputtering sound and an engine start to die out uh, and the ship starts to tilt to one side a little bit and everyone starts to slide and then uh. Tyla grabs onto a metal piece, takes a wrench and smacks something and the <laughs> ship just like very cartoony just like fully flips and writes itself again and then lurches back and just takes off. Um, and as that happens, the other starship turns around and takes off coming pursuing you um you are all rocketing luckily the magic nature of the ship does not blast all of you off with force or anything um you do have to hold on a little bit um but you can see the ship pursuing as you begin to crest up and you can see below you the city of morn ablaze huge sections of it except the industrial center is untouched except for this massive warship that is hovering over it and a second only slightly smaller ship that is hovering um adjacent to it uh you see the fire spreading across and you see the sort of dead um shriveled wastes of the crater wastes uh the red sands beneath you these patches of black uh, and sulfur, and you just begin to watch as it slowly disappears into the distance as you crest and break through the atmosphere uh, into the asteroid field that uh, Alcrin rests in. And this ship is still pursuing you. I would like uh, Ludo for you to make a um, survival check, please, is what we'll do for now. Okay. Oh, it's an 18 on the die, baby. 19. Ooh. 
Nice job. Okay, you uh, you enter the flow state as these asteroids um, sort of begin to come at you, and you just begin to curve around them. Um, you do a barrel roll. Um, everyone gets motion sick. Of course, I do. <laughs> Um, everyone like kind of falls off of the ship, and then like I, I like the barrel roll like catches them on the bottom side. Yeah, yeah. You begin <laughs> to curve around. Um, is there anything anyone would Who's like? Who's flying to... this thing? <laughs> is there anything anyone would like to do to try to help um, lose this other ship or try to disable them in some way that you guys can come up with? Glob, are you gonna try? Are you gonna Glob leave picks up go? some. Glob picks up some furniture and then throws it out the out the back of the ship. Okay, like a chair you, or something. You uh, there are, there aren't many chairs on the ship, but you do find a, a nice box. There's um, going to be even fewer. <laughs> would um would Hayes know like uh, different ways to like go faster? I guess like adjusting the sails in certain ways. Or something? Ooh, interesting. Um. It's, it would be, hmm, I'm trying to think. There are definitely ways you could do it. You could adjust the sails. You'd kind of, the only way you really know of is to, um, a lot of the speed of the ship is decided by whoever is, like, piloting it, necessarily. But mm -hmm. you, uh, with Hayes' background, do know a way that you could get up to the sail generators and kind of um reconnect a couple wires around so that it overrides the core's uh control and automatically speed boosts the ship for a period of time okay yeah i want to do that <laughs> okay roll an intelligence check for me please all right the equivalent of revving the engine yeah <laughs> don't fail me now You're you're flipping on the proverbial nitrous tank. Mm. <laughs> Twelve total. Twelve total. Okay, so you get up there, you start yep. fiddling around with it. Uh, Glob, you're throwing a box at them, or or a chair, or you want to throw an object at them. Yeah. Uh, furniture attack. Okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll me uh, a strength check, I guess. Okay. So 19 plus 2 for 21. Wow. Uh, okay, you throw this, um, and it spirals off into the sort of space for a while, but with the, um, with the ship coming towards you and the force that you threw it, uh, it clips one of their sail generators. Uh, and one of their sails starts to flicker and die down, and they lose some speed. Um, Yay, gonna, we're winning! It's going to take a second uh, for Hayes to reconnect with that check. It's going to take a second to jimmy-rig this, uh, this sail generator. Um, Ludo, I would like you to make another survival check navigating through this asteroid field. As you begin to curve around uh, a larger asteroid... That's gonna be a four. Okay. Um, you curve around this larger asteroid, 
and there's another one right there that you didn't account for that just comes into view, and you try to veer off the side of it, but the back of the ship clips it. Um, and that is another knock on your shield, uh, which now is barely holding together, but it does negate the damage. Um, but your shield is on the verge of dying. Um, they begin to... I mean, they're falling behind, but they're going to take a shot at the ship. Try to break the shield fully. And uh, they just... They fully miss. Hardcore. Natural three. Um, it goes wide. You kind of bend the ship to the side. Uh, Haze, and everyone like has to hold on to the railing. Haze, you are like holding on to the mast as you're flipped. The, uh, uh, as the whole ship tips. Um... But you managed to connect that wire. Uh, Ludo, give me one more survival check with uh, advantage. Okay, first scroll. That's a 16. Okay. On the die. Uh, second roll, 7 on the die. We're going to go with the 17. 17? Okay. 17. You, you take sort of this uh, expanded consciousness glance at what's in front of you. Um just, and you prepare yourself, and then unbeknownst to you, just then uh, Hayes connects these wires, and the energy shields glow uh, with twice the intensity and the ship just uh, rockets forward. Um, but you adjust quickly, and you begin to uh, weave through all of these uh, asteroids, kind of like there's a certain point where you curve around one, uh, and you get a little cocky with it, and you begin to like almost do like a skateboard grind with the ship across the asteroid. Don't get cocky, kid. Um, that sends a bunch of asteroid debris out behind you, um, and this other ship, uh, unable to keep up, fully loses you as it has to stop before hitting this asteroid debris, and you rocket out. And looking back, you can see this sort of lonely, dusty, massive asteroid. Um, that for a very long time you called home, but you have been, uh, had to flee for your lives. And you are now adrift, sailing in space with a ship full of innocent people. And that is where we will end that. Who wants peanuts? That is where we'll end that. Uh, well, thanks everybody so much for uh, for listening to this uh, super long episode. I uh, I appreciate you. Um, make sure to check out our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/RollMorePodcasts. Um, if uh, anyone signs up for the Patreon between last episode and this episode, I'll put it at the end. I'll, I'll do the do the list uh, at the end. Um, but uh, thanks everybody. Uh, check out my Twitch.tv slash Broad in the description below, as is uh, Ada's uh, Twitch.tv slash Plumpace, along with all of our socials. Um, did anyone else have anything to add? I'm a bear. <laughs> <laughs>
just shouting out Crispy Peaches today, the first of our patrons. Thank you so much, Peaches. We appreciate you. Over on the Patreon, you can also find this week's episode of our unnamed after show for episodes two and three. Thanks for listening.